This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you'd like more information at any point during today's show, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, you can click on the radio page and check out past shows. Definitely subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. If you're just tuning in for my show, you're going to understand that education is where it all starts. And the best thing that you can do to plan for a successful retirement is to get educated you're never going to know all the answers, but my goal is to teach you a lot of good questions. So ah, good. before we jump in to today's show, I wanted to check in with my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, what's up? Well, I've had a great week, Tara, and just keeping busy, uh, trying to keep my head above water with, uh, you know, the family, the kids, and work. If you can call this work, uh, we're just hanging out on the radio <laughs> together today. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I have been so good. How about you? How have you been? Tony, I have been one of the cool things I'm doing right now. I think I might've told you last time is I'm doing a 30 day speaker training course called speak and inspire with Lisa Nichols Oh yeah, because, Lisa you know, Nichols. I love speaking Tony, but it's like everything you can always get better and better at it. Yep. And, um, right now I'm trying to learn, you know, how to be a better storyteller. It, it, one of my big failings always, I think I had it in one of my first master's classes is I'm one of those people that just jumps right past all social niceties and let's just get down to business. Right. And <laughs> even in this class, our, my teacher was like, you got to take time and go, hi, how are you? Yeah. Are you having a nice day? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the mil- your military background. You, you jump right at it. And that's why you've done so well uh, in the military. And well, it's or it's at least a, a community that allows for that personality type because right. there you I, go. Yeah. And I'm just laughing because, you know, I have learned a little bit more as I go and I get to work in an office right now where we have a boss who's super smart and she's like me. And I'm having to try to tactfully figure out how to say, you know, it, your people can use a little pat on the back now and again and and just tell them they're doing a good job. And she's like, well, they know I know they're doing a good job. They know they're doing a good job. I'm like, yeah, but people just like to hear it. Yep, they do. Yeah. And and it's hard when you're wired like I am. It's like, why do I have to stop and do that? But it's important. It is. It is. It lets you know you're thinking about them, too, and you appreciate it. Uh, even even if they know that, uh, it just uh, solidifies it. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and uh, that's the thing. Communication is the key and, it, and yeah. emotions. And that, that kind of brings us to the, what we're talking about today, right? Emotions. It really does, Tony, because um, we're going to be talking about market volatility. And Tony, this is one of the things that it was so interesting for me as I really started becoming a financial planner is how much money is just about emotion and very, very little to do with math. Because, you know, we're all pretty good at knowing, like, and I say with air quotes, what we should be doing, right? Right. Yeah. What we you, should be doing. 
<laughs> and and very we're all kind of we've all got that little teenage boy inside of us that just wants to rebel. Yep, yep. Everybody has that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> or is that just me? Nope, it's not just you. <laughs> and so part of what we really have to unpack a little bit is, and I think a lot of people don't realize it or they, they get embarrassed about it or, or they don't, they just don't know. It's normal to, to have be emotional, especially about the stock market. And it's really hard, Tony, when you're driving to work and they do the market report, you know, it's really hard. I, I like people to avoid that situation where they have a good day or a bad day based on that drive to work and hearing how the market's doing. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. market volatility is obviously something that we are going to have to deal with always. Uh, even when the market's been up, as long as it has, there's still volatility. I remember at the end of 2018, there was a lot of volatility. And right now, the economy's pretty strong and the market's been okay. But we're starting to see uh, some chinks in the armor when it comes to you know Brexit being finalized and the election year and the impeachment process, you know. Uh, so a lot of these things come into play. And, you know, what what's oil doing? And the, all these things can affect the markets up and down. Uh, but overall, you just can't let your emotions uh, get carried away. Uh, and so you kind of have to, we're talking about measuring your reaction to market volatility today, right? Absolutely, Tony, because it's easy to say, well, you can't let that drive your emotions. And Tony, especially when it's something that you really can't control. Like, right. isn't that like what the serenity prayer is about? Right, <laughs> is, yes. Is not to get upset about the things that you cannot control. One thing with my, my crystal ball tells me this, Tony, is I can guarantee the market will go up and the market will go down. I just don't know when. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just <laughs> and if I knew when... when yep. Right. And so the best thing, again, is to, to start understanding it. But it, it, that's one thing, Tony, as we've become so connected in the world, things like Brexit and England. Well, what's that have to do with my IRA? Exactly. And it's just. Yeah. And the and then the election, there's these emotional political things that are happening. I'm like, but why does that affect my investment? That's money and math, you know. And so there's just the, there's like this web of interconnection and it, there's so much emotion and it's, it's, you know, everybody's happy when the market's up, but even like you said, Tony, the market's up. So everybody's a little edgy because what happens, what goes up must come down. Yeah. And, and people are edgy. I mean, uh, you know, um, I know that, yeah, we're talking about, uh, we were talking about this Kiplinger.com article and that poll, they did a poll and it found a lot of Americans are moving their retirement savings from stocks to cash because they're concerned about what the market's going to do in 2020 and beyond. And that's not good because obviously then they can't participate in any kind of upside and they can't participate in growth. And it depends what they do. If they just put that money in cash or under a mattress, they have other problems to deal with. We even mentioned that in our last show about inflation, right? Exactly, Tony. I mean, there's not any one size fits all magic solution. If there was, I would tell everybody. Right. <laughs> and and that's what makes it, it tough. And that's where we start to get into things, Tony, that we talk about, like the color of money and the rule of 100. And, you know, a lot of it depends on how old you are. You know, I'm going to give different advice to someone who's 80 versus someone who's 50. And, you know, there's just so many different variables. But, um, Again, it comes back to Tony, part of mitigating risk is mitigating the fear. And the way that you can help um, allay your fears a little bit is being as educated as you can. 
and trying to take the guesswork out of it as much as possible. I mean, no one knows exactly, but you can. there are ways to arrive at good decisions and there's a way to have balance, right? So you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket, but you don't want to have none of them in one basket either. Right. And, and then it comes down to risk. People are concerned about, uh, you know, their money being at risk. And some are, you know, they get worried about it. And I know the poll found, I think, 63% of them said, they're either somewhat worried or very worried about the risk their money is at and uh, and worried about losing money uh, in the market or in their retirement accounts. And that's not good. Uh, you want to have a plan in place where you've got a balance that you know you can rely on so you know money will be there each month when you hit retirement, right? That's exactly Tony. And if you're feeling worried, I usually that's usually Tony for people that have no plan. They just have 100 percent of their money is in their 401k or wherever it's been. And they've kind of just buried their head in the sand and then they just worry about it. And um, I would be worried, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. And, and, you know, the best thing to help that is, is, Tony, I find when people are happier when they're in the driver's seat and part of being in the driver's seat with your money is knowing what you have, where it is, how much risk you have, you know, and then you can there can be a balance like all of your money doesn't have to be at risk and all of it doesn't have to be stuffed on your mattress. So there's there's a good answer <laughs> yeah. somewhere in the middle. But there's ways to assess that, like you don't just have to guess and then cross your fingers and hope it works. Yeah. Yeah, and so it looks like due to concern about volatility, uh, I think people uh, might, you know, the pendulum swings and they might go too far back in the other direction. And I know we've talked about risk tolerance, uh, so uh, maybe we should talk more about that. But before we do, this is probably a good time to take a quick break, Tara. Uh, is there anything you want to tell the audience before we do? I know that you have a really big announcement. You mentioned it on the last show. Uh, you're having a day-long a workshop, a big event for people, and there's no cost or obligation, but this is there's only so many spots, uh, and this is a really great opportunity, isn't it? Tony, this is what, you know, teaching is one of the things I love. So I love the radio show and, and people to start thinking about it. And so this fall, Chris and I are going to be offering our one-day financial planning workshop called How Much is Enough and How Do I Get There? And Tony, it's really going to start with a, an overall discussion, kind of like what we talk about on the show, but then we're going to roll into doing some actual activities. We're going to do some goal setting, budgeting, figuring out how do you know how much is for you? What do you need? You know, it's nice to have on the radio where I give you good questions, but we're going to do a workshop where we get a little one-on-one one -on -one time. And it's we're going to do it for no cost, Tony, but there are a limited number of spots. So we're accepting names now for our waiting list. And I would just like to offer up to the listeners the opportunity to attend, Tony, because everybody listening today obviously is already taking that first step of trying to get that education they need for financial success and to have that good retirement. So, Tony, if you want to call the show now, 719-210-4242, you can get your name added to the list before it fills up. And this is just such a hugely important take action now step, Tony, to go from just thinking about it to actually doing something. So I, I just love it when people take action. And that number is 719-210-4242. All right. And the listeners take advantage of that great opportunity. It's purely educational. And if you call in and reserve a spot as a listener, there'll be no cost. And, and that's a value of hundreds of dollars. So uh, that day long uh, workshop and seminar to really get your 
uh, finances on track and learn a lot. Um, now, Tara, great show so far, but we do have to take a quick break. So listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Tara Nolan on Nolan Financial Radio after this. Good advice is sometimes hard to come by. That's why you should find a financial professional you can trust. There may not be such a thing as a perfect investment. Every financial choice involves trade-offs. It is helpful to have a financial professional on your side to help you organize your goals and have a better understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. At Terra Nolan Advisory Services, we focus on working with you to meet your financial goals and provide the advice that can help minimize the hazards you may face. Give our office a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at terraenolan.com. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if at any point during today's show you need a little bit more information than what we discussed, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, click on the radio page. You can go back and look at past shows with different topics and definitely subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And the radio page is going to provide you with previous shows on a lot of different topics that may be of interest to you because it all starts with this education. So with that being said, Tony, we were talking about risk tolerance. What really resonated with you about that? Well, I'll tell you what, risk tolerance is always uh, fascinating to talk about because everybody is different and everybody has a different comfort level when it comes to risk. And these it involves, I know for me, my uh, comfort level for risk tolerance when it comes to my finances is way different than it was even 10 years ago, let alone 20 or 30 years ago. So it's constantly changing. And especially uh, married couples, uh, that's you have to uh, kind of combine two different uh, levels of risk tolerance. Some couples come out with one uh, joint concern, and so they have one risk tolerance. Some have individual risk tolerance. So I know you have a color of money risk analysis, and that's that makes it so easy. It's just 11 questions uh, to help determine what a person's risk tolerance is. And then you look at their finances and where it's at and their savings and their investments and say, okay, here's where your risk tolerance is at, but here's where your money is at. You know, let's get these two more in line and uh, make sure you can have a comfortable retirement. That's the key, isn't it? Well, it is. And I love it, Tony, that you said some people have a have a, a, a joint analysis. And I would say, Tony, most couples do not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's always one person is is pretty risky and one person wants it all stuffed underneath the mattress. Yep. Typically, that's that's it. One person wants to uh, yeah, keep an eye on it at all times and leave it under the mattress at no risk, uh, except for maybe a house fire. And then other people, uh, you know, want to shoot the moon. You know, put it all on red, well, go to Vegas and put it on red. Well, Tony, that's exactly it is, is this risk tolerance that you're always asked to fill out. I mean, I did it when I was young, you know, with an investment and it's like, well, you know, it, on my gambling side, I'm good with, with risk if it pays off <laughs> and, and nobody likes the downside of risk. So you, you need a little bit more information than that, like, cause everybody's happy to win and nobody wants to lose. And what you're really trying to get at is what are the other things that really come into play? And, and 
age, your age is one of the big things. Like, are you just starting out and you're going to be working for a long time or are you pretty well retired and you have a fixed income and, and you don't have as much time left? So there's all these different factors. But the, the step one, Tony, is a lot of people have never really thought about like when you say, well, how how risk adverse are you? And people don't really know what that even means. So it, this um, color of analysis color of money risk analysis. I love it because it's that first chance to start going, well, how risky, you know, how much risk can I accept? And a lot of it happens, Tony, is what kind of an emergency fund do you have in play? And, you know, how much risk should you take? And and so there's just a lot of things that, that go into it, but it, it's it's really good. It's, it's a simple starting point because, Tony, when it comes down to planning for your finances, it's about getting that little cartoon, you know, the bubble above your head. You got to figure out what is what are you trying to get to? Yeah. What does success look like for you? Right. And then where are you today? And then that's where we, we have all these different tools to go. Well, how do I get from where I am today to that picture in my cartoon bubble of what success looks like for me? And that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously that makes sense. Uh, and, you know, some people have a low tolerance for risk because maybe they're concerned about the market volatility, like you mentioned in the first segment. Um, so what are some ways um, uh, that people respond when their concerns go up? They, that's when they end up making mistakes and getting too emotional, isn't it? Well, here's the thing, Tony, is I like to have a plan that's outside of the market, like that you just go, here's where I am, here's where I'm going to the future, you know, answering that question of how much is enough. So you have a plan in place that works in spite of the market, because we know the market's gonna go up and down. So your plan needs to be built to get you to your goal, knowing that the market's gonna go up and down. So Tony, here's where people really get in trouble in the market is we have a 2000 or a 2008 and the market drops, right? Right. And then that's when people take yeah, action. That was not good. The great, they called it the great recession. And so what happened, Tony, is people experienced that drop. And then they said, then they took their money out and moved it to cash. So what happened was they got a double whammy because when the market did recover, they didn't, they got the, the drop and then they didn't get any of the recovery. And Tony, that's where it becomes really dangerous because if you're going to be in the market, you need to have your money in there for the long period. And if you if you want to balance, you know, that's why if you're feeling worried and stressed, create some balance, you know, don't leave 100% of your money in the market. But what you don't want to do is if you've left it in there and the market drops, that's when you need to leave it alone yeah. <laughs> because you yep. you need to let it come back up and recover. That's when and, you need to uh, yeah zip tie your hands to the chair. And, and it's, it's terrifying because not, you just saw how you lost everything yeah. and you're like, oh, my gosh, I cannot lose anymore. And it's really hard, Tony. But that's where um, but that's where I like to do a plan ahead of time where we talk about that and say, well, you know, the market's going to do this. So. That's what we look at time horizons and say, okay, you're going to have this money in the market and it's going to grow. But when it has a dip, you got to be with me here. Look me, look at me. We're not going to take the money out when the market drops. Yeah, you don't, you don't. <laughs> if you want to take the money out, we'll take it out when the market's yeah, high. You, don't, you know, what do they say? You don't sell when it's Buy low, low sell yeah. high. People never nope. do that. No, I know the statistics. There are so many surveys and studies done and all the statistics show that people typically sell low and buy high, the exact opposite of what you should do to make any money. Because it's emotional, Tony, and we're all human. So step one is just know you're you're a human as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. What have we been talking about today on this episode? Tony, we've been talking about so many different yeah. things, but I guess basically we've been talking about uh, fear, risk, and wor- being worried. Yeah. yeah, market volatility and how people generally feel about it and how people let themselves get emotional. They're fearing what's going to happen in 2020. And I'm afraid, you know, once the market drops, uh, they might just, you know, cash out or think that's the time to cash out. But it's not, uh, of course. And you talked about that at the end of our last segment. And risk tolerance, as you shared with us earlier, is basically how comfortable a retiree or pre-retiree, how comfortable any of us are with the risk level that's associated with our retirement assets and our investments. So, um, how do people deal with these concerns about market volatility other than shifting their retirement savings away from stocks? Well, Tony, I'm hoping that people that are listening to today's show are dealing with that step one by education. Yep. It reminds me of a story when I was a, a brand new lieutenant at Eglin Air Force Base down in Florida. There was a big hurricane coming and and I grew up in the mountains, so I never had experienced a hurricane. You know, and there's the stuff on the news and they're showing people evacuating. And and I asked the guys that I was working with, I'm like, do I do I need to evacuate? I mean, I had no idea. And they're like, well, do you feel afraid? I'm like, well, no, but. That doesn't mean I shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I have no experience with hurricanes just because I don't feel afraid. I mean, that doesn't, that's not based on any kind of experience or data. Mm-hmm. So I really like that we're having this conversation because this is where, where it has to start. But, you know, one of the things is diversification, Tony, is a great way to deal with risk. So instead of having like five different kinds of mutual funds, I like to people to have a balance of here's my safe money that is is going to be there no matter what. And then I have my money that's at risk that can go up and down and grow because I've got time. So I think one of the best ways you can start to look at it, Tony, is you don't want all of your eggs in one basket. Right. There you go. And again, it's asset allocation and diversity. Uh, Maybe some in uh, some some at high level risk in stocks and then some at a slightly lower level risk in bonds, and then some in other uh, types of retirement vehicles where your principal's protected, right? Exactly. And, and you know, you just, uh, you don't want to deal with market volatility by doing nothing. But here's the thing, Tony, is it's about balance because the money that you do have in the market is there for the longer haul because you're going to have more growth, but you have to be have that money in there to understand that when it drops, that's when you have to leave it alone. And then when it comes back up, then that's when you can do something with it. And that's where I like to have people have that balance. And, you know, let's just say, Tony, your comfort level is a, a, a 70-30 split, you know, 70% in the market and 30% safe. And so what I like to do with people is do an annual review. And when you when you look every year and go, look, you know, my money is now 20% safe and 80% at risk. Well, then you rebalance it. And so you take 20, 10% of that money that's in the market and move it to something safe that's not going to be at risk. And then you keep rebalancing it. So that way you're making your decision based on your plan for your life versus letting the market dictate to you how your life is going to run. Right. There you go. I think that's huge, obviously. Um, well, thank you so much, Tara. And Um, You know, this has been a really good topic because a lot of people don't know what to do. When the market drops, uh, people panic. 
And re- if somebody's, you know, somebody might think, well, I'm fine. I'm going to let it ride. But really, it's important to reevaluate where we are at with our own risk tolerance, even in times of when the market's doing good and during market volatility, right? Absolutely, Tony. I think it's important to be intentional. And that means understanding here's how old I am, here's where I'm trying to go, here's what my plan is, and having an intention. So the market is a factor in your plan, but the market does not drive your plan. I like people to be in control, not letting outside factors like the market drive their life and their success. And it's all about trying to create a plan to understand. And Tony, I find that the people that are most worried are the people that have just kind of buried their head in the sand and just hoped hope that that retirement account over there that they have somewhere uh, is working. Right. And and that's terrifying because hope hope is not a, a great plan. <laughs> well, no, if that, you know, it's good to have hope, but uh, no, yes. that's not a solid plan financially. <laughs> uh, you can't go with just hope. So, um, you know, you can't do nothing because that's not necessarily a way with of dealing with market volatility, right? You you should look well, at Well, doing things. nothing is doing something. That's true. You're making a decision. That's true. You've made a decision to do nothing. Yeah, I suppose that that is true, but you should at <laughs> least reevaluate where you're at during times of market volatility and talk to your financial planner, right? Well, and I would say you should evaluate where you are all the time and market volatility should not drive that decision at all. You should do that right now today and have your plan because guess what? Market volatility will happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to. And so the best thing you can do is to make your plan right now. And then a, a good plan should include that discussion about market volatility and how are we going to handle that? I mean, I like to do that with my clients as I talk about and say, what are we going to do if the market has a big drop? Well, you know, let's figure out what you're going to do, because if you're a person who's going to let the market drop and then pull all of your money out and stuff under your mattress, we may need to have a very different plan than somebody who says, well, you know, I'm going to be working for another 20 years. If the market drops, I'll recover and I'll be OK. Two totally different people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's why that makes uh, working with uh, couples more interesting for you, doesn't it? It definitely does, because part of it, it, there's a lot of emotion involved in money and a lot of couples therapy. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes until you sit down and start talking about retirement planning, you may not really understand what your spouse thinks about money. And so these are good conversations to have, because like everything, good, better, ugly, rip the Band-Aid off better to know now and, and be transparent and have that plan versus, um, you know, all that tension and, and fear and stress. That's not good for any relationship. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it isn't. Well, we're out of time for today's show, Tara. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you before we go? Well, sure, Tony. One thing that Chris and I always like to do is we've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers because the bottom line for today's show, Tony, is the market is going to go up and the market is going to go down. Do you have a plan that handles that or are you totally reactive to it? If you want to be in the driver's seat, Tony, I would say give Chris and I a call 719-210-4242. If you're ready to have a plan that helps protect you from the stress of the market going up, the market going down every single day. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.